Welcome to the Catch Up Podcast, where Christian friends come together to catch up and explore God-centered conversations. Our goal is to inspire, share stories, and deepen our faith in light of the gospel. Without further ado, let's journey together in this week's episode of the Catch Up Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Catch Up Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Joseph Tao. I am joined by one of my other co-hosts today, Mark. Mark. And, and, and we have a good guest today, sir. I'm not a co-host. You're not a co-host. You're not a co-host. You probably bro, talking to the mic, bro. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Into the mic. Decision, bro. Hello. <laughs> you want to say you your you name? Mean? What's your name? Non co-host Tobin. Non co-host Tobin. Non co-host Tobin. So add like the label, the guest. title, guest. Description. Non-co-host. Slash non-co-host. Okay. Right. Unofficial co-host. Unofficial. Even though you've been on the podcast like multiple what? times, multiple times. Yes. Third time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome for the third time. Yes, three. This is round three. Round three. Three is a lucky charm. All right. You know, right. our faith is based on Trinity. <laughs> the tri- <laughs> that was a good little. That was a true, like Trinity. The triangle. The triangle. Okay, so Man. like, let's do a quick catch up, yeah. real quick. So, Tobin, how you been this whole week? Good, very good, very yeah. busy. School is um, phenomenal on the last leg of this eight weeks. All the ACers out there, Ooh. you know that feeling. Mm. Um, and besides that, I have little time for anything else. So, dang, that's where I'm at. I volunteered at the food bank this week as a part of my social responsibility project. For what class? For school psychology. Oh, of course. General psych. I was at the food bank with people sorting out food and then dusting off cans from ash and whatever else was in the sky after these fires. Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So for for anybody who doesn't know, there was like been a lot, a lot of fires in our, the panhandle that we live in and stuff. So yeah, luckily we haven't, I don't think any of us, none of us have been affected. Citavian, you're, you're, you're good, right? Like you're like with the fires on and stuff. Citavian's in the room. Citavian's in the room. Yeah. He's back back there. Support staff. (laughs) He's eating his McDonald's. He's Mickey D's. And just in case if we say something (laughs) unbiblical, he's just going to slap us across the face. Oh, no, definitely. Citavian's going to flip the table. Here. <laughs> <It's> the <laughs> entire <laughs> so yeah Mark, so joe man. what about you oh okay okay i dude good man good i was just working working there's I, okay i told you about if, if i have to say the, the words i'm studying for my fe like one more dang time and say that for like a year now i swear but like so, trying to study for that and then works work's been good been some some heavy projects stuff stuff like that um but yeah no honestly no can't can't complain me i was dog sitting for my sister this week I'm not much much of a dog person, honestly, but I took care of the boy. He's he's fine. Okay. Black, he's alive. Huge, he's alive. He's alive. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. The goal is accomplished. Goal as is long accomplished. as he's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> he's there, <you> know? <laughs> Anyways. Mark, man. How oh, about shoot. You? We're going doing me? Yes. Hey, yes. Okay. It's a general, like, you got to. Everyone's um, got to do it. Everybody. Well. Pure pressure. I feel depressed uh, and inadequate. Why? Why? This past week. JK. All right. I'm okay. Good. I'm, doing that. Just, I'm, try, I'm trying to look to find a way to kind of segue into like the topic. But no, I'm just tell us the it. topic. Just be blunt. Okay. Once you're well, done yes. oh, talking okay. about yeah, it. Yeah. And then we can be like, all right, we're talking about Well, I've been great. Youth. Um, so last week we didn't have, we didn't record anything because I was, everyone's doing their own thing. I was at Redeemer Youth and we're doing the retreat and it was phenomenal. Yeah. We just t- uh, taught kids how to pray. Okay. And the majority of them don't know how to confess their sins. 
not just with their fellow brothers, but also to God and get, uh, seeing them like learn how to do that and know the value of confessing your sin to God and like them, like just crying, bawling over the fact that, well, how could God still love me mm-hmm. if I keep confessing to him every time and just seeing them like their reaction, that is a blessing. So, dude, but yeah. That's so, awesome, man. In light of that, <laughs> that <was a> <laughs> confessing, <laughs> yes, and feeling inadequate okay. before God, our topic for today Dude. Is I think some of the it's it's being asked by multiple Christians, not just young Christians, but also um, seasoned Christians. The question of Am I Christian enough? Dot, dot 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 dot. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Dot dot dot. So, so um, yeah. So, how do you define being Christian enough within the context of your? Personal walk with Jesus. That's loaded. Well, okay. So if we're sticking to the actual like phrase, it's Christian enough, which I, I, you told me about this and I was kind of like, is there a difference between like Christian and Christ-like? Are people asking the difference between those two? Um, And then like, there's a difference between like Christian and Christ-like and then enough, it's like enough for what, you know? Um, like so what's the bar? What What is the bar? What is like considered Christian? Um, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I feel inadequate now. Uh, you no. Conviction, that's conviction. That's okay. <laughs> and so like, I think... That's almost the wrong question to ask Mm. if that's a question we're asking. Yeah. You know, Um, I don't know how to like segue from that. No, no, because I need you you to. Are you going to say something? No, no. I was just going to say, you know, like in light of, uh, you know, you're saying about, you know, kind of like having having that bar, you know, it's I think it's when you say like, you know, am I Christian enough? There's there's the there's the religion aspect and then there's the spiritual aspect most uh-huh. of us are growing up with the religion aspect of like all right have you are you not sinning in the, these ways are you reading your bible every day like the the to-do list so to speak yeah. and then there and then but like what's been more interesting these past couple of years especially like especially in Amarillo there's been a really big spiritual spiritual movement over the past couple of decades and, uh, you know, and through that, it's like, all right, it's not just, you know, are you doing the religion aspect, but then like, you know, do you, do you have prophetic words? Do you, you know, do this, do yeah. you have any gifts of the spirit or mm-hmm. stuff like that? So now there's this, like, there can be like, those things are good in the right context, but then there's this, uh, ultra spirituality of over spiritualizing everything, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, if you're not this way, then you're not Christian enough. But exactly. so I think everybody has their kind of different bars. That is well, and then in those terms, it's like. I guess what a lot of people are wondering is like, am I doing enough for God? That's yeah. good. Yeah. And like, you know, depending on your beliefs, I think a lot of us, we're Christians, we're saved, and we still feel like there's this inadequacy about everything that we do. Yeah. Um, and I feel that too. But like, I think part of it is there's about 
two-ish things that it always lands on is like, well, what has Christ already done? Mm -hmm. And do I live in that? Mm -hmm. So it's all about justification. It's all about like, I live in Christ's righteousness and not my own. And um, from there, I think there's just a perspective shift that probably should happen Yeah, of like, I get to do as much as I want to, you know? Um, and a truly like devout Christian being Christian enough is really going to look at that and say something to the effect of, well, what am I capable of? Cause I'm going to go out and find it. And like the grace that God has given me, what am I passionate about? I think I want to, I can't remember what Max said the other day in our group, but it was really good where he said something to the effect of like what you're passionate about, good at, and there's a need for in the world. That's your calling. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of different things, yeah. you know, that's not just one thing, but then like we get these callings that God's given us. They're great things. And we ask ourselves, am I enough for this thing mm-hmm. based upon all of the worldly um, standards? Like, well, I'm not making money at this. So am I, is it really my calling, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, I'm not great at it yet. There's a billion other people better than me at this thing. And, and that's true, but that's also like not the standard of what we're called to do, you know, mm-hmm. the standard is whatever Christ has given us. Mm-hmm. So that's facts. That's good. Well, it, cause I, I want to respond to what you said earlier. Um, the intention of having, am I Christian enough as a title is mm-hmm. in itself for me, like it's intentional to make it seem like it's not, it's the wrong question. Yes. Yes. Because that's the whole point. <laughs> if someone ever asked that question, am I Christian enough? you're totally missing the whole point of being a Christian. Um, Because being a Christian is not all about what you do. Being a Christian is what what God has said over you in light of what Jesus has done, right? And our identity is not found in what we do, what we feel, what people call us or say about us. But our identity as Christians is found in what Jesus has done. And sometimes I think it's good to be reminded of, yeah, you are not going to be a Christian enough or will you will never, you will never be Christian enough or just in general, you will never be enough. Yeah. But Jesus is enough for you and he became enough for you so that you can have the freedom to not be enough while at the same time being loved by God in spite of your, of your inadequacy. So having that question is intentional, but Going to what you're saying about like what what did Max say? Well, in the in terms of your calling, like your vocational calling in yeah. Christ, um, it's what you're good at plus what you're passionate about plus what need it fills. Mm. Um, if we're talking about like what you're doing, you know, am I Christian enough based upon what I'm doing? Well, no. So therefore go and do 
what you're free to do in Christ, which is your vocation. Um, and then the other side of that is what you've talked about of who you are based upon who Christ has been for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I think, I mean, Christ did become one of us, but he's also always been enough for us to yeah. like be in, we are in Christ. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Yeah. That's good. Do you have anything, Joe? Man, honestly, no, no, right now. No? Okay. Well, if you guys have any personal experience or struggles, you know, with the feelings of inadequacy or doubt regarding, you know, being Christian, um, how did y'all kind of reconcile that and find, um, like, hope in your faith? If that question makes sense. I I think it's like, like I, there's, I think like in every Christian's life, there's like, like it's like the constantly devil's like trying, trying to hit you with like the very thing we talked about is like, you know, that feeling of inadequacy, like not feeling enough, stuff like that. And I I think like there, you know, there's those times, you know, that uh, it can be seasonal or whatever, where, you know, you just, you kind of hit that, that low, the, you know, you're speaking those, those lies over yourself and believing them as truths Mm -hmm. of like, all right, I'm, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And like, and it's, and it's, and it's weird because like the, the devil, he, he can only the only God the devil can't create anything. The only thing he can do is take something that was made by God and distort. then yeah, and then distort exactly. Yeah. And so those truths of like, well, like like you just talked about, it's like yeah, like like I am inadequate in all those things. But it's like the devil uses that against that's good against against itself, you know, of like of only focusing on that rather than focusing on like yeah, that's true, but but God. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. so um, so I think like. And so you you were just asking like sorry repeat, the, repeat could you repeat the question like um, just share a, like a, a personal experience or struggle when you had that feeling of inadequacy and how you reconciled uh, yeah. that I think like you know there's uh, there was one time in high school where um, there was a oh, it was oh it was a song by Jordan Felice and it was called it wasn't the river but it was on the same soundtrack um, by the river yeah, yeah. What, it was, was it? oh man what, what was it um but there there was a I, there was like a lyric in that song that really it really hit me like at the time where i, I really most needed it. it was like you were essential not accidental oh and so and it was just like i don't like and there i was listening to worship music constantly around, around that around that time which i probably should right now but there's um but it was i think it just it kind of realized like and it's and not you're not how do you put this you're not needed in the sense, sense that uh god's not enough or not not powerful but he still he needs you because you're his child you know like he does like he like you're like you are you you are you're essential to uh to to, to the story you know mm-hmm. like you're you're a part you are a part part of it now i mean also like God's still bigger than that. Or like you also, also like I'm, I'm trying to keep like humbleness <laughs> mixed in here with like yeah. what God's, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I think, but I think just, but like, I think the more, the more important overarching thing of that lyric or, you know, that moment was just more of like, Hey, like God, God loves me. That's yeah. like, I, I need his love more than any, anything else or any sort mm-hmm. of thing that I could do here that makes me quote unquote adequate enough yeah. to be Christian or to be a son of God. It's good. But yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a quote by Matt Chandler, and he said that what true love looks like mm-hmm. is love says that I saw the ugly parts in you, and I chose to stay. Yep. And that is basically who Jesus is, right? Because and yeah, he mm-hmm. chose the ugly parts of us, the mm-hmm. sin, the worst sin that we could possibly commit, and yet he chose to give up his life. He chose to stay. He chose to lay down his life on the cross so that he could pay 
our debts. You know, he could pay for our sins. So, but yeah. So, but yeah. Chobium, what do you, what do you, what would you say like your personal experience and or struggles with inadequacy and how did you reconcile that? Um, well, it's ongoing. Oh. Um, and I think the, the thing about that is whenever I feel inadequate, it is because I'm trying to do something for a reason other than I love the Lord and I want to seek the Lord in whatever I'm doing. Mm. So when I felt inadequate as a musician or whatever, or I moved back here and I was 25 and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with like my money, my future. I know something like needs to happen, but mm. I'm, I don't know, like all these feelings of I'm not enough finally made sense where like the, all the phrases of like, you're, you're more than enough in Christ. It was like, yeah, there's no like practical application to that. But mm -hmm. then there started to become one whenever it was like, oh, it's based upon what the Lord gives me to do and um, whether or not I do it and do it well. And even the good things, you know, like right now I'm in school and my grades are not necessarily what I want them to be. And I'm like, but I, I mean, this is what I do, you mm -hmm. know, this is who I am, you know? Yeah. And like, whenever mm -hmm. it becomes that, it's like, well, you're missing the point again because you're turning a good thing into an idol. Dude. And so any time where I feel like I'm not enough, it's because I've made the thing that I'm doing too much. Dang. I am not enough for this thing because I've made this thing way more than it should be. So like all of a sudden it's up here and I'm down here yeah. instead of vice versa because the results of the thing are not what I want them to be based upon my performance of them. Dang. If that makes any sense yeah. at all. Yeah. Ouch. Got convicted but, there. <laughs> and that's how it is like as a as a musician, as a songwriter, like writer's block is a real thing. And I would definitely say that I am... Like I experienced that right now. Mm -hmm. I used to write songs regularly and now I'm like, I wrote two lines that rhyme. I might still have something in me, you know? And then it's like, well, why? Well, because I want to be this guy or that guy or mm -hmm. whoever, you know? Yeah. Speaking of that, do you think, do you guys think culture and, you know, people around this or society in general has something to do with that feeling of inadequacy? Oh yeah. Would you say? Like, so like, give me, like provide an example of like a, a moment in your life where you're just like society kind of put that on you, that pressure or that weight. And then how did you find, um, I would say peace with those things that mm. society has put on you guys as Christians? Man, <laughs> <laughs> thousand yard stairs. It's like, it's gonna, yeah, I know. I, well, and or do you want to go for it first? Or no? Uh, was, okay. Well, while you guys are thinking, I'm just gonna okay. let the okay. listeners know that um, usually we send questions way ahead uh -huh. to let people to let them know like, hey, <laughs> this, is, this is gonna be the questions. But since we're all busy, mm. we're just like throwing questions out of the blue right now. <laughs> we're trying to catch up with ourselves. Yeah. yeah. On these. Um, can you can you ask that question again? 
like so like because you you said something about like I can't remember what it was, um, but um, but basically my question is that do you do you all feel like society and culture and people that are that are around us has something to do with those feelings of inadequacy in our lives as Christians? Well, and how did you all find peace with that with those feelings? I mean, you compare yourself all the time, mm-hmm. like we all are able to open our phones and compare anything and everything that we want to compare that we feel that we're, um, we just fall short in, you know? So like, Oh, this dude went to Cancun. He can afford that. I like, I'm trying to figure out how to pay my rent next month. You know, like I haven't experienced that in a long time, but I have experienced that before, you know? And, um, so you have like a fast track to being able to compare, of course. And then there's so much pressure. And I, I I guess it's this way. It's always been this way and will always be this way with culture based upon what culture values. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure to have certain things and to be a certain thing. And like you got to live up to that and you feel that, you know, Um and it's a lot of stuff that is going to be completely different in 10 years, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I I don't know. I guess I have a hard time with stuff that I know is going to change because it's like there's this obligation to conform while also knowing it's very Temporal. Mm. Dang. So then whenever you feel that, and then you look at, like, for one thing, the eternal, this is not the word, but I'm going to use it, the eternalness of God. Um, it makes your life not make sense to culture around you. And unless he's everything to you, which like, I'm not going to lie and say that he is yet Mm -hmm. because he's not. And I don't trust people who say that he is everything because something's going to come along and test that statement. And it Um, will fail, yeah. (laughs) So unless like he is everything to you, then like you're not going to, you're not going to be okay with not making sense to the people around you. Mm. And like, I think over time, the Lord shows us those areas because if he showed us all at once, we'd all give up. That's true. But we go from glory to glory. (laughs) And so even in this state where I, I am fully aware that I have a lot of, um, growth to do in the area of um, do not love the world or the things of the world, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. That's going to happen over time. Yeah. And I have to be okay with that Mm -hmm. because all of a sudden those feelings of inadequacy um, come back around. Mm -hmm. And I would much rather feel my shortcoming in the context of 
my relationship with the Lord than my uh, my um, reputation in the world. That's good. But it's still hard. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, and I was going to say, I was like, correct me if I'm wrong, the, the, I mean, the thing you're talking about is really sanctification. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and mm -hmm. it, it's that it's, it's, and I think, well, and I think that that's where when it boils down to like what, what, to, what Tobin said, like, and I, I, I fully agree with that, like that statement of you're saying, it's like, you know, it's, he's, he's not, he's not, uh, he's not everything because oh, and I think that's partially that I think partially that will always be that way because there will there's always there's always this fleshly barrier between yeah. between us right I mean we're not we're not one with the Father yet, mm -hmm. um, and so no I think like in that process of sanctification I think like if you're well and it's like if you're asking that question like am I Christian enough it's not like why why set a bar that you can't reach don't so it's like just accept the process of sanctification mm -hmm. and if god if god's willing if god the creator of the universe has enough patience for this world and for you individually to walk out with you every single day you have the patience to walk out with him every mm -hmm. every day that's good and so i think it's i think it's just taking like that's really good like to just what tobin said just like just taking it taking it day day by day mm -hmm. you know and just whatever whatever that new uh that new idol idol is that's you know being being presented mm -hmm. you know in front of you and uh, and for for us as young guys i mean the devil is trying to get us hard 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 right right now yeah because if he can you know if, if he can get us because we're all of us are just like you know we're either training or starting in the career that we will more than likely do for the most, if not the rest of our life. Mm -hmm. And so if he can get us to make that an idol, if he can get us to make, make our future wives an, an idol mm -hmm. or, or, you know, all, all those things like, and what Tobin was saying, it's like, you know, they're not, it's not, they're, they're still, they're still going to be on that priority list. Right. It's just, it's not the, the, pri the priority. priority yeah. But you guys anything to add? No, no. Cause I think it also boils down to, I mean, Sometimes that can be the case mm. of like because you, you're idolizing something above God. That's why you kind of feel that inadequacy. But sometimes uh, for I, I don't know, but for y'all guys, but for me, I had that experience of like, well, I just want to prove to God that he was right at saving me, that he didn't huh. make the wrong choice of dying for me on the cross. Because there were times where like I and, 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 and I think maybe it boils down to like the idea of like, well, maybe I just don't think God is big enough to know that he was he knows what he's buying on the cross. But at the time when I was like struggling with inadequacy, um, like really, really hard, I had that kind of like mindset of like, okay, God, like, I, like I've, I've failed countless times. How could you love a person like me? Like, mm -hmm. I need to prove to you that I was worthy of your sacrifice. Mm -hmm. That I, I'm sorry. Oh no, saying? no, keep keep going. Sorry, I'm, I was just oh. for it too. <laughs> <laughs> that um that um that uh, your sacrifice did something to me yeah yeah but it doesn't seem like it's doing anything like were you wrong at choosing and saving me so i had that mindset uh, back then but now like the more i think about it and the more like i surround myself with community and mentors and the 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 more that the gospel is preached to me over me through time the more i realize that yeah no like jesus knows and that's why he took the punishment for your sin once for all he did not just pay the sins for your past, nor just your, your present, but also for your future. Mm -hmm. Because you you got to remember that Jesus is in the Holy of Holies, that he is sitting at the throne of God, that he is there in the heavenly places, yeah. being your high priest. And as a high priest, that he is interceding mm -hmm. for you before yeah. God, that he's the one who's telling God, like, hey, I died for that person, you know, 
I was a righteous person who gave his life for him. Yeah, that's good. You know, and mm -hmm. that he's righteous, not because he's good enough, but because I did it for him. And that's yeah. like, that's kind of like what gave me peace after that. But what were we going to say, Joe? No, I was going to say, I was like, you know, it's, you know, definitely don't beat yourself up for that kind of, like, like you're saying, like you, you used to think that that way, like when you did think that, cause it's, it's funny that it's just reminding me of the story, you know, just when the, when the disciples of John and Peter and how they would try to compete for, 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 <laughs> for, for, for Jesus love, you know? And like mm -hmm. the statements that, you know, the, the Peter, Peter, you know, would, would make, you know, and, and stuff like that, you know, or is uh, it John, uh, huh? G is, is it John? Like the one that Jesus loved. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 the one that Jesus. And then you know, I think it was was it. Yeah, I think John. John was the one that wrote right that he's like and because they were him and Peter were running to. Yeah, they were like right. Yeah. They race. I think. And to John the was. Tomb? Was it the tomb or was it the <sighs> when Jesus was by the boat after he rose? I can't remember. I don't know. Okay. It was, but it was one of those. But and, and then John made a point to write that he was oh, running was faster. <laughs> was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was running faster than him, you know. And there's, you know, there's the statements. You know, Peter. I mean, yeah, Peter would make statements, you know, saying like, "Jesus, you know, I'll, you know, I love you so much. I would, you know, do this and that, mm -hmm. and you know, and stuff like that." And you know, and Peter still failed. And that's I'd, Peter's such a story of just every single man on earth. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm like, All right, I'm gonna yeah. do this. I'm gonna do this. And then, sorry, um, but no, no, I was just, I, I was, just, I just think that. Was funny just i think that's i think that shows there's there's the it's funny how you can you, you're never over committed to god but there's there's actions that you can do out of being committed to christ that can can be mm -hmm. get can be wrong or like in a yeah. wrong wrong place i guess but, but yeah. yeah i just i just thought that was funny it's kind of you're it's like you're you're you're, you're, you're you you when you came to christ you're loving him so much but then like god's it's he's having he's refining he's refining he was refining that in you at the time and stuff mm -hmm. so i just thought that was kind of cool i gotta say something mm -hmm. tyler because yeah. i have one question because um mm -hmm. i want to know your question because oh, like um because do you think that some of the passages that some Christians use affects their view of that. Cause like, um, there's a passage in Matthew where Jesus says, depart from me, depart, depart from me for I never knew you. Yeah. You know, you, uh, practices of lawlessness. Yeah. Do you think that that could be an evidence of someone that what is a Christian, but yet, yet, um, because of that, those sins and inadequacies that they've been feeling um, has something to do with Jesus saying, depart from me for I never knew you. Because I have an answer to that, but I just want to know y'all's thoughts. Mm. I, I, my quick answer, like, because I don't know the answer, but I, I'm, I was always like with anything in the Bible, it's like whatever the context is, like that's way more important than whatever the, the is that affects so directly what, like what the verse says. But I think like that's also like Jesus was for real, for real when he came here and like finding disciples, mm -hmm. you know, because it said that, you know, many departed, departed from him that yeah. day, you know, and stuff. So I think he's, it's kind of that. Interesting. But I think um, Satavian, you're kind of like thinking back there. <laughs> he's, he's pondering. He's pondering. <laughs> Are you good? Yeah. Do you have something to say? Oh, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Toby, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I And I've thought about this a lot because there's a lot of very valid examples of like, oh, the, the gospel was preached through you and you were a really horrible person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you monetized the gospel that brought people to Christ while you Dang. yourself. And that's the thing about it is 
and I've, I don't know, I'm going to just say a lot here, but the thing about it is I think there's a, there's a huge difference that, um, we should actually take note of, um, between like what a person says and like who they are, because there are a lot of people who can tell you the truth who aren't good people, but they're still saying the right thing. Mm -hmm. And our culture today has this really understandable, but um, like wrong um, method of like, assessing objective truth based upon subjective and fallen people. And nobody's perfect, but a lot of people are like, well, it's not true. He's not right because of this, Mm -hmm. you know, his views on his, (laughs) his views on like, uh, I don't know, pick a, pick a hot topic right now. His views on tongues, Mm -hmm. predestination, Mm -hmm the rapture, uh, whatever, they are very wrong. So he's wrong about everything. Or, you know, a lot of people, thousands of people got saved through this guy, but he turned out to be like cheating on his wife. So his message is um, no longer credible. But it is because it doesn't hinge on whether or not that person is... um, living up to the standard they're preaching mm. because the standard's already set. Yeah. So it, I, I mean, a doctor that's gonna tell me to lay off junk food or whatever doesn't have to lay off junk food themselves, but it's going to not be good for them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, all that to say, like, there's just a lot of things that we get backwards because of, the fallen vessels that God still uses to get that um, divine knowledge of yeah. himself into us, even if those vessels themselves don't possess it. And we don't get to judge that. Mm-hmm. And um, Scripture says, uh, where I can't remember where it's at, but it talks about um, people having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. You know, Um, denying its power, basically the power to save people Mm -hmm. and denying its power is like to actively shut out that power from your life, changing it, like resisting the spirit's work in your life. That's good. While still saying all the same things that any confessing Christian, practicing confessing Christian would say. Mm-hmm. And like, I've watched people do that where I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you made, <laughs> you wrote beautiful things. Uh, you said beautiful things. Yeah. And um, it's like, what happened? You know, mm-hmm. but, those things still draw me to the Lord, yeah. you know, because they're, they, they stand on their own regardless of like how they 
entered the world. Yeah. Are you going to say something, Joe? No, I was just going to say, you know, if, if kind of to add just to Tobin's point, it's like, if we, if we lived by that of like, just because, you know, if something, if somebody wrote something that was, you know, uh, that was biblical, you know, or had teaching that was biblical, but then we negate it just because of that person's actions, Mm. then we might as well just uh, completely do away with everything everything, everything in the the bible except the bible for what itself. jesus said yes yeah. <laughs> the bible itself because literally every david who wrote most of the psalms who is cons- a man yeah. his he's called david a man after god's own heart which is like i don't like that is, i would love that title like that would be just yeah. like i like at the end of your name but then he like he, that guy you know i mean they're Bathsheba, you know killed killed a man you know i mean there's, uh, there. I mean, we we could go on and on about the mistakes of the men, men of the Bible, but also we could go on, go on and on about ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but no, I think there's, it kind of it goes. I think it just goes back to, um, just that higher uh, calling. And uh, what I was gonna say, what what chapter what's is that verse in? Uh, Matthew seven verses twenty one to twenty three. Okay, so like when you said that of like using using verses against you and stuff like that. So there's uh do you mind if I read a passage real quick? Okay, please, so bro. there's uh there's so it's Matthew chapter five because I was like I, I whenever I heard it's the last verse of this this section um, but whenever I heard this verse, it freaked me out because mm. it com- like because if you read it alone, it just it completely goes against everything you've been taught growing up, like in the church. So like so the verse at the end is uh, you you there uh, wait, chapter five be verses f- verse forty eight. You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is per- perfect. And then like but if you, I mean context is like you have you have heard that uh, uh, chapters oh, wait, wait chapter five verses forty three through. 48 uh you have heard uh that it was said you shall love your neighbor and hate hate your enemy but i say to you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons and your father who is in heaven for he makes his son rise on the devil uh, on, on on the evil and on the good and sends rains on the just and on the unjust for if you love those who love you what reward do you have do you even uh do even the tax collectors do the same and if you greet uh, only your brothers what more are you doing than others do not even the gentiles do the same verse 48 you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect and so like just like if you take the verse just like individually like out of itself then it's like like well then i have to be perfect like you know yeah. but it's it's not i think i mean it's it's hard I and mean, it's still hard you know even reading that that context like what jesus is speaking it's still even hard for me to pull out like from there like because uh, it's it's kind of i don't know like i guess like it's it's like just saying like I, is it more of just a heavily like challenging thing mm-hmm. or like i mean how would how would well, if somebody brought that to you mark like how, i don't want to put you on the spot oh, no. but like I, how would how would you i mean in like you said use context in context right? jesus says that um uh, for i tell you unless your righteous your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm. So he was basically saying, if you are like, unless your your good works, your righteousness exceeds mm. the works of the scribes, the Pharisees, the high priest, you can never enter the kingdom of heaven. Meaning, no one can Nobody. enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. The beauty about, I think that I would say the beauty about this passage is that it should drive us to Christ's sacrifice that, oh my gosh, who can save me but Jesus, right? Because then Jesus also said it's it's easier for uh, for, uh, a camel. Oh, see you, Zai. Zai's leaving. Love you, dude. parental guidance. He's just going to get us all McDonald's. Yeah. (laughs) He's going to get the Mickey D's. He's going to get the Mickey D's. Love you, dude. 
But um, but I know, like he says, like you know, it's easier for a camel to enter into the needle uh, eye of a needle than a rich man to enter yep. the kingdom. Uh, it's basically just he's Jesus, going extreme. Yeah, he's going extreme. Like no one, no one can enter the kingdom of heaven. No one can be perfect as the heavenly Father is perfect. But Jesus was, mm -hmm. and we had to understand that on the cross that there, there's there's a great exchange that happened there. Mm -hmm. That Second uh, Corinthians five twenty one for our sake he. God made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, he didn't commit any sin, to be sin on the cross so that in him, in Jesus, we might become the righteousness of God. That on the cross, all of our sins was put onto Jesus. He didn't commit any sin, but all of our sins was put onto him. In exchange, all of his perfect, his perfection, his perfect identity, his righteousness, his obedience was put onto us in exchange. That is who we are. Mm -hmm. When Jesus, when God sees us on judgment day, he sees the righteousness of Christ. Not Joe, not Tobin, not Christian, not Mark, but Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's what enters us into the kingdom of heaven. Not because we are enough or we have done enough. But do you have anything? No. That's it. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. When God looks at you he sees his son he doesn't see you because if he saw you he would see all of the unrighteousness he would see all of the sin but in christ he is our life yeah i think that's like the hope that yeah. we get to have like yeah. whenever we feel inadequacy right when you when we in, um encounter the question am i christian enough or the devil says oh yeah you are not enough mm -hmm. like what joe was saying earlier there's a quote by j.i packer where he says, uh, half-truth masquerading as truth mm. is still a lie. It's still a half-truth. The devil wants to play in that area, in the half-truth. Because yeah. even, even if it's just half of the truth, it's still not the whole truth. The whole truth is that, yes, you are not enough. But Jesus is enough for you. And therefore, like what Tobin is saying, saying earlier, live and fulfill your calling. That's why, like, as Christians, we have this Christian liberty that we, right now, we get to worship God. We get to glorify God freely from condemnation. Romans 8.1, there's therefore now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Why? Because whoever's in Christ, he's a new creation. So that, that's that, that's something that we get to hope on. And, and I think sometimes the, the problem is that we tend to forget that. I'm not going to say we. I'm going to say I tend to forget that whenever I feel inadequate, whenever I feel like, you know, I should I should have said the right words, even in the podcast. Like there are times where like I just, oh man, I should have yeah. said it probably the other way around. Yeah. Or I don't think people are going to find that very helpful. But that's not the case. Like I am not defined by that by those things. My identity, my identity is in Christ. Right. And he his righteousness is mine. Mm -hmm. And my sins are on his. All my mistakes are on his. And that's what that's that's the future hope I get to have, and and I think majority of us should have. But do you have anything to add? Well, I think it's good that we talk about all this because it kind of comes full circle of like why mm. Christ is everything to us, and like you you don't just slap a band aid on it of like oh I'm feeling unworthy. Oh, that's you know Jesus is everything. You know it's okay. But it's like, actually, no, sit down and look at why you're unworthy and mm -hmm. look at why Christ has made you worthy. 
and revisit that often. That's good. Because yeah. that's the only, and it's hard. Like, it's hard. We all live busy lives. We all live mundane lives, to be yeah. honest. We all live um, filling our lives up with stuff, and it's it's good stuff. It's not bad stuff, but it's the kind of stuff that if you are not, like, allowing the Lord to fan your heart into flame, and if you're not, like, constantly or often um, rehearsing this, I am in Christ and His Spirit dwells in me, it's really easy to just get tired of, and this is bad, but I've been there. It's it it's not impactful to hear the good news. No. Yeah. And that's just another scheme of the enemy that he would use for us to just stay half awake in our Christian lives and in the church and as as members of the body of Christ is like well, I know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not moving your heart. That's good. And even whenever you, your heart is moved to do something halfway through that same thing, you're going to have to sit there and go, oh, I'm still in this. I yeah. still need the Lord. Yeah. I still, because like, is it, is it Titus? Or it's one of Paul's letters where he talks about like the love of many will grow cold in the last days. And it's like, oh, is my love cold? Yeah. Because I can do a lot of great things from a very cold and loveless heart. Mm. And then I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And then I am inadequate. Because, like, that's not what I was made for. So I'm I'm not less than what God has created me to be, but I'm certainly not everything that he's made me to be either, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of, it's just paradoxical uh, of like, <laughs> you have to sit there and rehearse all the things that Christ is to you and yeah. for you and in you and yeah. through you. And that's the only way that I know to like keep going. Exactly. You know? That's and the purpose it, of, I'm sorry, keep going. It's really easy to just like, go into autopilot and it's really easy to, you know, and we all, we're all a part of churches here in town that like are awesome, you know, and it's really easy to look at that and go, well, I'm, I go to Messiah's house. I go to Redeemer. I go to Trinity and then forget, well, before all these things, Mm. I am loved and accepted by God in Christ Jesus. Amen. And I have been made for so much and I have like another buzzword. I have purpose, of course, but why Mm. don't just say I have purpose in Christ, but like, why, you know, and what is it? Yeah. Cause like we, we live in a, and I'm talking for a long time. I'm sorry, but I can just keep going. You're good. Just, yeah. Uh, We live in a world where like even you can hear a lot of the right things all the time. Mm -hmm. You can hear exactly what you need to hear and it still not move your heart and it still not impact you the way it should because you get it. We live at the most amazing buffet 
of like theological gold, Mm -hmm. you know, and if we're not careful, we can become so accustomed to slash take for granted the most beautiful truths that are so readily available to us that others don't have. Mm -hmm. And that's a scary place to be that you got to constantly, constantly just go, no, do you understand this? I look in the mirror. I've looked in the mirror before, actually, when I was brushing my teeth and just be like, I am loved by God and I am like (laughs) (laughs) all these things that like you have to tell yourself and look at yourself and be like, I need this and I need Mm -hmm. it to impact me here, not just here Exactly. or else I'm going to go throughout the day and I'm going to do the same thing and I'm going to not like love well and I'm Mm -hmm. not going to like honor the Lord because it's easy to do the right thing. It is easy to do the right thing and not actually do it rightly. It's easy to do the right thing and not do it rightly. That is true. That's good. That is true for all of us. Do you have anything, Joe? Man, no, no, just Tobin. Thank you. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you for for saying that, um, Tobin. So um, just to kind of like, you know, cap us off, but like um, what what, what would you say to uh, not just Christians, but also non-Christians who feel inadequate because they feel like they're behind with the world or they feel like they're not going anywhere or they just feel like yeah i just don't feel good enough for anybody for anything for anywhere what would you say to those people tobin my my one of my mentors about two weeks into working for people in songs um told me get out of your freaking head and I need to be told that a lot a lot because I live there Hmm. like I send texts weekly or more that just say like hey I'm sorry I responded in my head to you but I never sent it and that happens in person too or are you gonna respond like I'm what oh yeah (laughs) no but that's the thing about it is like if it's really easy to live in this um, world where we're just like so caught up with ourselves. And so of course I don't feel like I'm enough. And if you don't feel like enough, it's probably because you're trying to make yourself way more than you are. Dang. And that goes for whether or not you're a believer. You're just trying to be way more than you are. And it's okay to admit to yourself there's... 8 billion other me's out there that I can focus on and I can love and need to be shown love. And that's it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. if we're going to, of course, trust in Christ. If you're a believer, then like your first love is Jesus and work on loving him. Mm-hmm. And you you by nature are enough because he's enough for you. But if you're not like, at least think of yourself less. That's all I would know to tell somebody who wasn't ready to hear, Hey, trust in invisible God. He's coming back, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Yeah. Just like at least do something good for 
yourself by doing something good not for yourself. Yeah. So what about you, Joe? Man, I think, um, you know, just if you're, you know, if you're feeling inadequate or any, any of those, those things, like that's whether you're a believer or non-believer, like we're all in the same boat of life and of trying, of seeking relevance and seeking importance of seeking, uh, some, something higher than ourselves. And, but the real answer to all that is just God and Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and you know, it's, it's so che- cheesy and, but it's, it's so true of, you know, of putting, putting your faith in Christ. You know, it's not, I would say like any, like unbeliever, it's like, don't, don't think, don't start, don't, how I put this, don't, you know, you gotta think, think small for, for going, going big. Remember that God is for, he is, he's, he's both your father and, and God. Mm-hmm. And so he's, uh, think you, if you go first to him as a father, as that prodigal son, mm-hmm. you will feel that embrace, embrace, embrace of the father. And when God, uh, when the prodigal, when the father embraced the prodigal son, he didn't just embrace him, but he gave, he gave him back so more yeah. abundantly. And so when God embraces you as a father, he then also embraces you as God, God and gives you what, what you've re- really needed all, all along. That's good. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. Thanks, man. All right, guys, um, that's been great. Dude, like it's been, been good, very helpful. I feel like this is a very productive conversation mm-hmm. and I feel like, you know, um, you guys have helped, Christians out there and um, hopefully also helped out those non-believers um, who feel inadequate and mm. don't know where to go. Yeah. Um, one thing I would tell them, I mean, of course, you, you guys talk to uh, believers, but I'm going to just say this to like non-believers is that you don't have to be enough to come to God. That's the whole point of yes. Jesus Yes, um, is that you're not enough, but walk towards him acknowledge that the fact that you've sinned against a holy God, holy, eternal, loving God, and that you put all of your sin on Jesus and in exchange, he will give you his righteousness. Believe that he died for your sins and that he rose from the dead, defeating death. And the fact that, that, um, that he loved you in spite of who you are as a, as a non-believer, just evidence of how much freedom you get to have in Christ. And also that, on top of that is like community as well, because a good community that honors the gospel and that loves God will see you the way God sees. Uh, yeah, will see you the way God sees you. Hmm. That is forgiven. That is you're not defined by who you are or what you do or what you say, but by Christ and Christ alone. That's what I would say to those non-believers. Because I really, yeah. I really want to reach non-believers, especially who's going to be listening to this one, or maybe who doesn't know, or they they consider themselves as believers, mm-hmm. but they don't know the gospel. Yeah, and that is the gospel: is that He who knew no sin became sin for you, so in Him, so that in Him you might become the righteousness of God. But yeah. It's good, man. Do you have anything else? Oh, we're man. like running. In oh, it's a, good. Yeah, we're running for, good. So, sure. did you hit record? Huh? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> if I was responsible for recording, no episode like, would be recorded. That's why, we have, that's why we have, that's why we have Christian. friend Christian here. Christian, we need Christian. Yes, Christian McClure. Yes. This this whole podcast is about Christian. Exactly. It's not Christian. Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, but yeah. So Joe. Yeah. Do you want to close this out in prayer? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, Heavenly Father, uh, just thank you so much for bringing us all together. Thank you, Lord, just for bringing uh, Tobin here, Father. Um, As always, Lord, just pray that 
uh, just that whoever needs to hear this, here's here's the Father. We pray that we've said like what you want us to say, Father, and nothing else. Uh, I pray that this wasn't about us, but about you, Father. Um, and just that's uh, I just that your will be done, God. In your love and I pray. Amen. 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 Tobin. Amen. Thank you for being here, brother. Dude, thank you. You have provided a lot of great insights. I know for sure you're going to feel like, yeah, I've said something good compared to like the last episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. We talked about that. Yes. Yes. But God's grace is still sufficient in that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, dude. And that's like actually the most viewed YouTube video. Your mm-hmm. episode. Oh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. big time. Yeah. It's like 200 something. That's only now. terrifying. I know. <laughs> that whole episode is just us running around with ADHD minds. Yeah. So, Been there, man. <laughs> but yeah. It was a good time. Also, we also I want to also announce that. So this is going to be uploaded on Sunday. But on Wednesday, we're going to be posting our Rabbit Hole podcast. The bonus episode of the Woo! Gotcha podcast. So you're going to hear me talk about politics. And politics. <laughs> you're going to hear all of us talk about Flat, not flattered. I'm sorry. Yeah, flattered. Hollowworth. Hollowworth. Yeah. WWE. <laughs> Random and, stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Hoping it'll be fun. Good you're deal, you're the reason why we started that, by the way. That podcast. That yeah, we inspiration. I am the rabbit hole man. I didn't yeah, know this. that rabbit hole that we just. <laughs> yes. Yep. And we have to. We need to have you because this is a this is a thing for ADHD people with ADHD. So. We rock, baby. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. So Joe, do you want to close this out? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, before we do, okay. I was just thinking, we never give a plug-in for our YouTube channel. I don't, I don't think like, so, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I, I was like, we, I was like, we really need to start, start doing this. So like, so people, they can reach us on Spotify, YouTube, and then app, Apple. Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Podcast iHeartRadio. Um, oh, dang. I yeah, didn't know that. I think SoundCloud, maybe. And then it's all know. like at the Catch Up Podcast. Yeah, just the Catch Up Podcast. Just the Catch Up Podcast. Yeah, okay, it's the cool. Blue, blue, blue profile like picture. Yeah, with the, yeah. All so. our faces on it and stuff. So, all right. Cool. Pretty soon we will have <laughs> But yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, uh, well, thank you all so much for listening again to the Catch Up Podcast. I'm one of your co hosts, uh, uh, jo- Joseph. And, oh, wait. Well, we did. Oh, I'm, I'm missing this up. It's <laughs> good, bro. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. wait we're, okay, don't, so. don't forget to include. Tobin. 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 So Christian. I'll do. <laughs> so wait, I'll do. I'll go go around and then all you around. can re- re- reach us yes, out. Reach us out. Okay, cool, cool. So all right. So we'll try. So y'all get to see us. All right. So take two for this. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Catch Up Podcast. I'm your co-host again, jo- Joseph, with my buddy buddy Mark, Mark, Tobin, and our our editor Christian. Uh, they, uh, they, thank you all so much again for listening. You, uh, you can reach us at. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you have a you have oh, a line yes. yourself. Oh Come my on, God. bro! I keep on listening. If you if have, you have any, any suge- uh, suggestions, questions, or correction, corrections, you can reach us at Catch Up Podcast twenty twenty three at gmo right. I'm, gonna, go. I'm not going to mess this up one one of these times. One that's, of these one, times. that's one of the res- like the effects of like us not doing this every week. Yes, it's like uh, it keeps on mess up the ri- yes. mess up the rhythm. But all right, okay. but thank you again again for listening in, and we will talk to y'all later. Later, guys. Thanks for catching up with us on the Catch Up Podcast. If you enjoyed our God-centered conversations, share the love by sharing this on your social media or leave a review. Don't forget to tune in next week for more uplifting chats. Until next time, we will catch you on the next episode of the Catch Up Podcast. <laughs>